There he is again. Just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water. In comes a shark. Look out. It's a shark attack by me. <laughs> oh boy. America's finest watchman back again and again and again and again. What number is this? 307. Can you believe it? You have listened to me 207 times. If you listen to every episode, because I started at 100. That's over 100 hours of this beautiful voice that everybody wants to hear. The dulcet tones of Mr. Excitement himself. Here he is, Lee Jackson, America's Finest Watchman. Hello, hello, hello. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, you name it. Lee Jackson watches at gmail.com. Drop me a line. It really helps. Uh, by the way, I'm going to be talking to the Hong Kong watch collectors club. We're going to have them on, uh, maybe in a couple of episodes because we want to hear, they just went to Basel to the new, uh, show that they have there, the watch show. And we want to talk about that. We want to talk about their club because I think they are a good club that needs your support. Needs all of our support, actually. Okay, so, 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 hello, 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 hello. I was popping around the internet and I saw a watch called a Patek Philippe Grandmaster Chime. Grand Complication Double-Faced Blue Dial. It's actually a grayish blue dial. Beautiful watch. Just beautiful. Uh, it's unworn. It's got box and papers. And they are asking $9 million. Let me repeat that for those of you that have disbelief in your head, like I did when I saw this price. $9 million. I thought the highest watch was $3 million, but $9 million. Just go to Chrono24. And put in Patek Philippe, and it'll pop up. And I'm telling you, this is one gorgeous timepiece. But anybody that would spend $9 million on this, in my opinion, is completely out of their minds. Got to have, like, Elon Musk or somebody. Got to have billions to do this. <clears throat> A gorgeous watch. It's huge, though. So let me read you about this incredible watch. It is the most complicated Patek Philippe wristwatch. It's a new white gold version boasting a front and back blue opaline dial. The reversible case adorned with a hand guilloshed hobnail pattern, which is gorgeous, is notable for its patented reversing mechanism. The 20 complications, 20, include five chiming modes, two of which are patented world first, an acoustic alarm that strikes the pre-selected time and a date repeater sounding the date on demand. Manually wound mechanical movement. Isn't that a kick? Not automatic. Manual wind. Just like my GP I wear. It's no big deal. I got to talk about that in a minute. Uh, caliber is 300 GSAL 36-750 QIS FUSIRM Paddock Philippe Grandmaster Chime. That is the real name. Double-faced reversible watch, strike work, isolator indicator, second time zone, second time zone, day-night indicator, day-date on both dials, month, leap year cycle by hands, four-digit year display and aperture, 24-hour and minute sub-dial, 
Crown position indicator, time side, blue opaline, gold applied Breguet numbers, hand guilloche hobnail center, calendar side, blue opaline, 18 karat solid gold plates, white gold case, humidity and dust protected, not just water resistant. Diameter, you ready for this? 47.7 millimeters. That is humongous. Height 16.07 millimeters. Alligator leather with square scales, hand stitched, shiny navy blue, shiny navy blue folder or clasp. $9 million. Unbelievable. And you can flip it over. On one side, it's got time and a bunch of other stuff. And on the other side, it's got the calendar. It's got a little time. It's got, oh my God, it's got the year. It's got the month. It's in, I think, French. It looks like French. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. It's got a repeater built into it. I didn't realize it's two-sided. It is amazing, this thing. Just gorgeous. The front side has a 24-hour indicator with an alarm. It has shutoffs for the chimes. It has date. It has time. And it has moon phase. Why would you wear it on the back, though? That is bizarre. The back is, I don't know. It's got four different registers on the back. Plus, it's got numbers in the center for the for the, the date of the year on wheels. The front has four registers also. A couple of them doing double duty. Very cool watch. $9 million. Can you imagine that? So I know there's some of you out there going, what in the hell is going on with Patek Philippe? And you know, there's a lot going on with Patek Philippe. They are arguably the finest watch made. They're handmade. They're owned by the same family since the 1930s. They go back to the 1800s, I think. Very cool company. Very cool watches. And surprisingly, a lot of them out there. Now, the most famous Patek is called the Calatrava. And it's a beautiful design. It's still in production today. Uh, it has just a nice round watch with nice lugs, clean uh, dagger hands and sticks, but a very clean look. I mean, I like it. It's a, it's a very clean look. You know, I think in the 30s, and they're still making it today. Nothing fancy, no hobnail bezels or any of that. Just beautiful. Just absolutely beautiful. And they're not that ridiculously expensive. Okay, so I wanted to talk about Patek. They have some new models. We want to talk about Patek anyhow. Uh, this is the show, Watches and Wonders in Geneva, that the Hong Kong watch collectors just came back from. We're gonna, I'm going to talk to them myself today, and then I'm going to get them on the show this week to talk about it. Uh, they have a Calatrava with a 24-hour display and a travel time function for display of a second time zone. They have a new Grandmaster chime, which we just talked about. There it is. White gold and rose gold. Oh my gosh. White gold with, they got one that's all iced out. Just like the one I told you for 9 million. And no, they don't have prices. But this one, the one I'm looking at, if you go to Patek Philippe's website, they have one with unbelievable. Baguette emeralds all the way double around the bezel, and that's got baguette diamonds. 
all over the lugs. It's really, really cool, but it's way too much for yours truly. Um, I couldn't wear it. And then they have the one, like I told you, for $9 million, except it's a two-tone, white gold and rose gold, which is pretty. I think that rose gold would be incredible. Um, then I'm looking at a complications watch. Grand, I mean, these watches are just, every one of them is absolutely gorgeous. You would kill to have one of these on your wrist. Problem is, they're so expensive, you'd be afraid to wear it. There's some new Calatravas that have a, looks like a carbon, car, excuse me, carbon fiber center. They look kind of sporty. They don't look like Calatravas. The design of the case does, but the watch itself doesn't. Um, they have some beauties. They have a rose gold Calatrava with a purple dial. It's really beautiful, actually. They have a rose gold gondola with a, I don't know how to describe it. It's got a dial. It looks like it has leaves on it. Really beautiful. And gemstones all around the case. They have a rose gold Aquanaut with multifunctions. I guess rose gold's it because I got rose gold Aquanauts with diamonds, plain, chronographs, you name it. These are their new, uh, their new models. They have a Grand Complications. It's got all kinds of stuff going on. Let's see. What does it have? It's got day, date. It's got a lot of stuff going on. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Oh, it's a minute repeater, tourbillon, retrograde, perpetual calendar. Holy mackerel. Now, remember, when I tell you these things, these watches are handmade. They're not made by machines. They're not on. Most of them are not automatic. A lot of them are manual, especially the repeaters and so on are usually manual, but that's all made by hand. And if you get the chance to look inside this watch or any of these paddocks, look at the detail, look at the way it's made. It is incredible. I'm looking at this one, but it won't, uh, won't get bigger. The picture doesn't get bigger. I want to look in the movement. Gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. No, they don't give prices on here. I'm not getting any prices. Yeah, this is the same one that I saw for $9 million. Doesn't say how much. 47.7, doesn't say. Price on request. Oh, my. Even the buttons are marked. Date. Incredible. This one's got a dark dial. Absolutely beautiful. They have these little pyramid-looking, like, waffle pattern on the dial, parts of the dial that just looks so beautiful. And also on the side of the case, it's got waffle patterns etched into the metal, the gold. I mean, that takes a lot of time, effort, and work. Each of these are handmade by one person. I love it. The buttons and the pushers are so gorgeous. I mean, you look at the detail. One thing about a great watch versus just an okay watch. Look at the detail. Look at the way it's made. Look at the case. Look at the edges. Are they really sharp? Are they really well machined? Like somebody really took time to do this right. I mean, think about it. If you do something yourself, it never comes out perfect. At least not with me. But these companies, I mean, you want to talk about perfection? This is it. This is perfection. The way these watches are put together and manufactured, it's all hand 
done, hand assembled, hand made, everything on here. Why do you think they get nine million? Yeah. Yeah. And they have retailers, salons, distributors, service centers. Um, this is the last, the last independent family-owned Genevan manufacturer, the last. They've all consolidated. All the big watch companies, except Paddock, have consolidated. Paddock Philippe has been pursuing traditional Genevan watchmaking artistry without interruption since 1839. The manufacturer benefits from full creative freedom, which allows it to design, develop, and craft watches that connoisseurs consider to be the world's finest, as pledged by its founders, Antoine Norbert de Patek and Adrien Philippe. In addition to exceptional skills, Patek Philippe also nurtures a tradition of innovation that's been crowned over by 100 patents. They have integrated production. They have their own research and development department to create and engineer all movements, external components in its own workshops, everything handmade. The individual individual parts of the movement and cases are produced, finished, and assembled in-house from simple models and complicated timepieces to grand complications. This competence accompanies each watch during its entire lifetime, from the first sketches to final assembly, Patek Philippe services and repairs all of his watches ever made since 1839. You could take an old Patek and send it to them and they will restore. It's going to cost you a lot of money, but they'll restore. The company has been owned by the Stern family since 1932. And you have Thierry Stern and Philippe Stern. That's president, honorary president and Claude Paney. Philippe Stern shaped the history of manufacture with ambitious real estate projects the Paddock Fleet Museum, and exceptional timekeeping instruments such as the Caliber 39. His son, Thierry Stern, is committed to safeguarding Paddock Philippe's technological leadership to continuously improve the quality and long-term dependability of its timepieces. Paddock Philippe is sparing no effort to preserve its independence. According to the company, relies on its own leverage to achieve growth, both, both as regards investing for the future and its production resources. All major products, such as the manufacturer in Plan Les Watts with the annex building, the exclusive salons in Paris, Geneva, and London, the Paddock Philippe Museum and the Ateliers, and subsidiaries in the Jura region were fully self-financed. Paddock Philippe's intention is to independently pursue the path that led to his success. That's amazing. I mean, you're buying a piece of history. You really are. Same company since 1839, and they will take care of anything they make. And you can also, by the way, uh, send your watches in to get authenticated too. They'll look at it. They'll tell you when it was made, who was sold to, all nine yards. Uh, I think Vacheron does it too. The fact that Paddock Fleet Manufacturer enjoys such a unique reputation and respect among connoisseurs is due not only to the perfection of its timepieces, the artistry of its watchmakers, this also stems from the consistency with which it has remained true to its quest for perfection ever since it was founded in 1839. The Patek Philippe mentality is also embodied in 10 corporate values that have always represented the ideas and the work of manufacturing will continue to do so for generations to come. Independence, that we know that. Tradition, they've been since 1839. Patek Philippe's the oldest independent family-owned Genevan watch manufacturer. Its independence enables it to control its own destiny while pursuing long-term visions. The manufacturer benefits from total creative freedom. It develops, crafts its own watches and movements in-house according to its own quality criteria that are set forth in the directives of the Patek Philippe seal. 
This determination to remain independent is at the heart of the paddock spirit. It guarantees continuity, resilience, and trustworthiness. It is a legacy born out of experience and ingenuity of countless generations that safeguards and breathes life into the manufacturer. It is a tradition of innovation that reinvents itself every day. True to noble artisan techniques, master craftsmen and watchmakers consummately perpetuate day after day timeless gestures, leading their sharp eyes and depthness of touch to the fine art of watchmaking while remaining abreast of the latest technological developments. In keeping with this tradition of innovation, Patek Philippe constantly tests the frontiers of watchmaking artistry through its avant-garde achievements and the cutting edge of technology. The manufacturer has asserted its pioneering role, not least by successfully filing over 100 patents, including 20 of the major importance to the history of horology, which is the art of watchmaking. In the same context, the Patek Philippe seal was established as a dynamic quality hallmark that accommodates technological progress in the service of long-term improvements of the functionality, reliability, and rate accuracy of watches. Antoine Norbert de Patek and Adrien Philippe had but one goal, to develop and manufacture the finest timepieces in the world. Today, more than ever, quality and fine workmanship remain the watchwords for production of Patek Philippe. This applies to the movements and the external elements, the technical concept, the performance of each function, the rate accuracy of the timepieces. Thierry and Philippe Stern personally stand by all the commitments embodied in the Patek Philippe seal, the most exclusive of quality commitments in the entire industry. The jewel in the crown of a Patek watch is the fact from its case and dial to its beating heart, it has been finished by hand by a dedicated trained specialist with skills passed down through generation. A wide array of fine decorations and subtle enhancements which enrich the functionality and aesthetics of our pieces, as well as ensuring beauty and precision of a paddock watch for years to come. They hand apply every numeral on the dial by hand. They hand enamel the dial if it's enamel. They hand polish the case. They hand finish platinum cases. They hand finish the movements. What is hand finishing? Well, the term hand finishing includes a wide array of fine decorations and subtle enhancements, painstakingly manually performed on watch components once they've come from the machine that produces them. Finishing smooths away any tiny burrs or traces of machining that may impede perfect movement. They hone the edge that moves against each other. Protects against oxidation, the different processes also transform dull metal into a material of burnished, alluring beauty. It goes without saying that whether a particular process ensures the flawless running of the watch for years to come, or is purely aesthetic and finishing of any kind, calls for the hard-won knowledge of centuries-old techniques as well as great dexterity, since it's often carried out on minuscule surfaces you'd struggle to see with the naked eye. I've opened up enough watches in my day, and I'm telling you, I can't even begin to touch the insides. They're so tiny, the parts. I wouldn't do it. Hand finishing expertise is also part and parcel of the stunning range of rare handcrafts produced by Patek Philippe, where this artistry is employed to craft exquisite enameled wristwatches, glorious dome table clocks, and collectible pocket watches featuring market markety or enameled or gem set cases and dials. The Patek Philippe, the connoisseur watch will have an elaborate jewel-like finish performed entirely by hand with an ingenuity, vigilance, and respect no machine on earth can replicate. 
which is why Paddock Philippe stands unmatched in its field. They do. It's a standard of excellence that is embodied in the Paddock Philippe seal, the benchmark applied to all mechanical watches that guarantees the company quality criteria. The strictest in Swiss watchmaking has been met. Every single detail is taken into account to achieve the best conceivable result. All elements of a timepiece, including the movement, the inside, the outside of the case dial, push pieces are immaculately finished. Methods range from beveling and polishing to the handsome circular graining or the gently abrasive pressing that results in the famous rippling Geneva stripes. These procedures may be the most time and labor intensive part of the watch. Remember, most watches are machined. Yes, they have. They're finished. Some of them are finished, especially some of the better brands, nicely. But how much time and how much effort can you afford to put into a watch to sell it? That's the big question and the big issue. I've told you many times there are brands you can get like Etta movements that are plain. They look like slabs of metal or you can get them really nicely finished. And it's not just aesthetics. It's not just nice to look at. Because think about it. The more finely precision machined it is by hand, the better it runs, the better it will hold up forever. When you buy a paddock, you got to remember, it's good virtually forever because you could always send it back and have it restored if something were to happen to it bad. But the way they're made, the quality that goes into them, you're wearing the finest timepiece in the world on your wrist. That to me means something. I like having wearing a fine, fine timepiece. Most people have no idea what I have on. And I don't want them to know, tell you the truth. I don't, but it, it matters to me. I know it, and that's all that matters. Finishing the case and bracelet will hold a watch is extremely intricate work requiring a multitude of complex procedures and is just as important as the creation of the movement itself. Making the body that will hold the watch, crafting the bracelet will keep it in place, are as important as the movement itself. Crafting a case is extremely intricate work requiring the work of about 20 specialists performing around 50 operations. Creating a metal bracelet also requires a multitude of complex processes. The exterior of the timepiece must reflect the excellence of the movement inside. They must be perfectly functional and ensure the ultimate in comfort and convenience. This is why the Paddock Philippe seal places such great importance upon elegant forms, noble materials, and perfection of finishes, and fine decorative techniques. The form of the case is created using a press. The rough shape of a part is cut from a strip of metal. Then a metal punch is used to push the pieces into an anvil-like die where it's forced to subtly refine its dimensions. Repeated careful pressing gradually achieves the definite shape of the case. The case component is then refined by one of Paddock's state-of-the-art fleet of machines at the same time its series number is engraved in inside the case back. So remember, fine watches have numbers all over them and they should be a lot of times the same. You know, it's like a car engine. You want to see the number on it. You want to make sure it's real. If somebody scratches off the number, I don't care what the watch is, don't buy it, it's stolen. Can't have it fixed. The case is then hand finished a process called, called fine working. Any metal residue is filed away. Attachments are soldered. Hinges are made for cases with dust covers and openings are adjusted for smooth fit. Preparations are made for polishing. No circumstances will traces resulting from the manufacturing process deviations be tolerated. Okay, so that means you can't see where they made it. It's polished so finely, there's no way to even see it. 
Right, here we go. Gloche. I love Gloche. It's spelled G-U-I-L-L-O-C-H-E with a, um, a tilde over the E. Gloche, also called engine turning, is a technique used to produce a sheen of minute geometric patterns of intersecting lines, often made on pocket watch dust covers. At Patek Philippe, hand guiloche is carried out on lathes, many of which are antique hand-operated machines with their own character, which have been adapted over generations to give even more sensitive expression to the work they do. By turning two crank handles, the operator guides the cutting tool so it carves delicate grooves into a metal surface. Famous Patek Philippe, Calatrava, Claude de Paris model features on its bezel a hobnail galoche motif, hollowed lines that intersect to form tiny pyramids. Remember I said that? This technique can be on the scene on the men's Calatrava reference 5119. Decorative galoche crafts, galoche crafts are most often used on ornate case backs or rare handcrafted models. Any gem chosen for a Patek Philippe case or bracelet, diamond, Ruby, sapphire, emerald will be the finest of its kind and comply with the Patek Philippe seal strict criteria. So you know if it's on there, it's going to be really good quality. At Patek Philippe, only the top D to G color range is used. The clarity of the diamonds is always of the desirable internal flawless grade <clears throat> known as IF and exhibits an immaculate cut. So remember, these diamonds they use, they're expensive. The precision of the cut is also vital in ensuring a regular and even setting. The task of the gem setter is to place it perfectly so it shows to exquisite advantage and is course secured. Patek Philippe gems are set in a time-honored way by hands, never bonded with adhesive. That means something's holding it in and it isn't glue. Glue is the cheap, quick way to go and it's not good. The setter positions each precious stone in its mount, either in a bezel setting where the gem is set by carefully folding in the metal collar, usually gold, that surrounds it, or an invisible setting where the gem has a groove on the underside that fits into a hidden grid of rails. Gems must be placed level, pointing in the same direction, all at the same height, while ensuring an ultra-safe hold. Precision and regard for the shape and character of the gem is vital to bring out its beauty and achieve the brightest radiance and luster. So think about it. You have a bunch of the same kind of gem. They all have to be the same color, the same size, everything. That is really difficult. Remember, I've sold jewelry too. And I'm telling you, to have them all the same, same size, same cut, same color, not that easy to do. Especially when you look at some of these paddocks and they got 20 or 30 of the same gem around it. Not easy to find the same ones and get them exactly matched. Okay, engraving can be featured on a multitude of surfaces on a watch, from the dial to the movement components. Engraving is most seen on a case. It's a time-consuming process that can take more than a week to decorate one case. Can you imagine that? A week. Engraving creates shining, swooping lines in a play of light and shadows, inspired art inscribed on a tiny, resistant metal canvas. And In addition to artistic flair, it requires infinite dexterity to accomplish. Before any engraving can begin, the artist uses a pencil to sketch a subject and all the complex motifs in its pattern. Once satisfied with the design, the artist takes up a burin, which is a slender chisel, or a graver for broad furrows. This tool can be pointed, squared off, or rounded, but it's always sharp. It penetrates the material, tracing a line or curve with furrows of varying depth. So the engraver transfers his detailed guiding lines to the waiting surface. As in the jewelry world, he uses a binocular microscope together with absolute concentration. The burin, almost a paintbrush, 
is held in one hand while the other moves the engraver's ball, a spherical stand that rotates the piece for the best working position. Wow. Three engraving techniques, line engraving or intaglio, fine lines made with a burin, relief also called pounced ornament. It's a modeling in the manner of bass relief created using a graver where background material is removed to leave a raised, lighter looking area. And then there's champlieve, refers to a hollow made with a flat graver in the surface of the metal plate to receive enamel. So they have serious artisans doing this. I'm looking at some of their work. Unbelievable. But we are getting ready to run out of time. So I do want to thank you. It's always a pleasure to do the show. Again, uh, keep listening because I'm going to have the Hong Kong Watch Collectors on here in the next episode or two. And this is, <coughs> excuse me, America's Finest Watchman, Lee Jackson. Hello, I started it all on TV oh, 30 years ago almost, 29 years ago I started. Wow. Means I'm an old cocker now. And I am an old cocker. Not really. Age is what you make of it. So if you have anything to say, please be nice. Lee Jackson watches at gmail.com. I thank you so much for listening. You are the best. And I'm telling you, you're in the right place because if I can tell you how much watches have appreciated since I've been doing this, holy mackerel, hang on to your hats, get something good and sit on it. Cause I'm telling you, they're going to go up, up, up. Okay. That's it for me. Thank you so very much for listening. Lee Jackson signing off. I'll see you next time, everybody. Thanks again. Bye.